0: On page Kufpei Hey, 185, and we'll be finishing the smimer today on this <coughs> Sheer. So we've just been speaking about a deeper explanation of the idea of, of the idea of the yuchud Kuchubich or the nitchis within Zman. The, fact that the idea that you could have something within time but basically above time within time. We said the supernatural within nature. <coughs> so, and then we said that the, the initial explanation is that basically time lasts forever, even though it has a beginning. Therefore, it's not really um, unlimited. It's not, It doesn't really have this idea of true Nitzchis. Nitzchis, we said, only can relate to something which is within time, but it lasts forever. So here we're saying, if you have a ha'orah, a, a revelation of the infinite energy of Hashem within The source of time within models, basically that brings about that time should not end. But still, every day is a day, every year is a year. It's still measured by limited uh, measurements of time. So that's not true, the idea of above time within time. The time itself should be above time, because we see that time itself is still measured with limited measurements of time, but it lasts forever. So we said that that's similar to the idea of the place of the urin is not measurable, even though it didn't make sense technically, it shouldn't. The ark shouldn't have fit within the place of the kedushkadashim, and we're talking about they both had specific measurements, but the the measurements themselves didn't make sense. So therefore, it fit within the kedushkadashim, even though it didn't. It was it wasn't supposed to fit. So the the space itself was above space, um, and that was because of the revelation of the true infinite energy of Hashem, which totally transcends space, and that being revealed within the source of all space, malchus of Atsilis, Brought about that even the space itself should be above space. So the Arden still had a measurement, the Kiddishkdash still had a measurement, and those measurements should not have fit, but they fit. So we see this is something miraculous within space. And so too within time, that there could be a revelation of totally above time within time, that the time itself should be above time. And that is the idea of the true unification of the true infinite energy of Hashem when it unifies with this with the source of time, Malchus that time itself should be above time. And that also shines a little bit, trickles down into, into the, uh, the Jewish souls that they should also feel this revelation of above time within time. And like like uh, Hashem showed Al-Namadishin every generation and its leaders, um, meaning he showed them all the details of all of time, the 600,000 years of time within a, a short amount of duration of time. So we see that 6,000 years fitting into a one moment when Hashem showed Al-Namadishin all the generation and its leaders, Again, idea of above time within time because it doesn't make sense that six thousand years should fit into one moment. And also, it says in the Prietsheim about the Arizal that he he comprehended in one in one hour um, the secrets of the Torah. That if you would if we would explain them, if you would speak them out, it would take him eighty years without any stopping, without any breaks in between. So he said again, idea of above time um, that something was shown to him in one hour. Something would take within time would take eighty years, so above time, but within time, um, that eighty years was shown to him in just one hour. And also the Boshemtiv, he saw something, uh, the secrets of Tzidda that would have taken him. Um, he he basically saw something that as if it already happened. And he was seeing the future, but it, as if it already happened because he was seeing things from the world of Yitzira from the perspective of Yitzira, the world of Tzidda, which on that level, things are in a more holistic way, and therefore. That which takes 15 years is seen in one moment in the world of Yetzirah. So therefore he was able to see the future. And this this is also a, all the revelations of Godliness. It will be with mashiach comes. That it will be within time and place. But the time and place will, themselves will be in a way of above time and above space. That's the true idea of the unification of Havaya and Al-Lakim, That there will be a revelation of the true essence of Havaya within Shem Elikim. Like we said, the highest explanation of Havaya, the, the um the Oyer, how it's kolubats ba'atzmusay, the source of all creation, how it's still included within Hashem's essence, which is the gilila la'atzmei, the revelation of Hashem to it as it is to Himself. That is the when that unifies with Elokim, the source of time, the source of creation of space and time. That brings about the time itself and space itself should be above time and space, um, like we explained before about the with the, the supernatural within nature. And that is brought about by a revelation of the true essence of Hashem, the true infinite essence of Hashem, which is above both seviv emmali, above supernatural and nature. Therefore, can bring them both together. Um, and that's why Malchus is called ad, like it says in the Sefer Paradis. Ad it implies time, and also implies a nitchis, a everlasting nature, everlasting um, aspect. Because ad means until a certain time, you can say in Hebrew ad until now. Ad also means leilam vaed, so vaed ad. Is this idea of lasting forever <clears throat> that the time itself should be above time and that is brought about by a result of the revelation of the true infinite energy of Hashem which is enclosed in the of the source of time um, and then we said and uh, we brought just ended up by bringing from the Svarim of the Chikira Svarim that even though time itself which is a creation therefore it has a beginning therefore it's inherently limited nevertheless it can have a unlimited nature to it, it can have something uh, everlasting nature, like we explained before. It can last forever, even though it had a beginning. We're um, saying that, however, this can never. not not that actual and actually, um, it could actually be everlasting, truly unlimited time, because that's impossible because it's in, it's a inherently limited creation, even though it will last forever and it won't stop. Nevertheless, we must say that this this shacha um, its duration of time is in such a way where it's made up of hundreds of thousands of years from the beginning of time until this moment that the person is standing in. But it's impossible to say that from the beginning of time until now, um, they're past an unlimited amount of time, right? Because there is a beginning. If there was a beginning and there was a now that we're measuring the time by, even if this time is still going, it's always going to go. It's always going to be limited because it's always going to have a beginning and it's always going to have an end even though it's, you're saying it's lasting forever, but you can never measure, you can never say that it's, a, it's truly infinite. It's a creation, therefore had to start. Um, like the, the rule is, anything which is inherently limited, even if you add to it more and more limited pieces to it, like days or years it will always be limited. And the fact that the, the true explanation of what it means that time can be nitzchi, everlasting, means that it will never stop, and it will keep it will last forever, and it won't stop. Uh, but however, it really will always be inherently limited, because like I said before, it's a creation, it had a start, therefore it's always going to be from the start until now. Um, so if so, this koyach of nitzchis, this uh, everlasting power, which becomes imbued within time, it's not that it actually... Became everlasting in actuality, because there will never be an actual measurement of time, unlimited amount of time. But it has the ability, it has the potential to create time forever without an end. Um, but still, it will always be inherently limited because of its, its creation. Therefore, you can measure from the beginning until now, whatever the time is, and it will, so therefore it will never go out of being limited. <clears throat> and that is the idea of ad oilem um, ad forever and ever. So. Forever and ever, not truly, but potentially. So starting about 10 lines from the talk, So this power and this creation of time to be in a nitschistic nature, to be totally without stopping, without limit, comes from the level of Malchus B'etzilis, which is the source of time. Like we said before, Yishleim R'an in parentheses, um we actually stopped at the Vizo Ad ad Khulut, so that's the beginning of today's thing. So Ad ad it's left for lasting forever and ever. But still, Ad, like we said before, Ad also implies time. Until a certain time it also implies Va'ed forever. ad. So it's not a true, it's because it has both of these aspects together. Nothing in within creation can really last forever. It had a beginning. Therefore, even though potentially it could go on forever, but however you measure it, it's always going to be limited. So this power of creating time, un- unlimited amount of time, comes from Malchus, the source of time. Um, so you can say that this is the idea that the power, the potential of limitation, the power of limitation that Hashem has is not truly limited um, because it's obviously a power of the unlimited, truly infinite creator. So therefore, He has the potential, He has the power to limit within him, within his infin- infinite essence. But it's therefore, it's not truly limited. It's one of the infinite creator's powers. The barba beer of the Beshavsa, is explained in the Mimer, which is a beer explaining the Mimer, entitled Beshavsa, and the Kudit Torah, Ela, Shosham, Mavur, Shubh, and that Mimer explains a little different, that it's actually a little bit literally unlimited. It's only a potential, a power to limit, but it's not actually, um, it's not, it's, a, it's just a power to limit, and therefore it's truly ain safe. But here we're explaining a little different. Rosh HaKasav Khan, started Chalayim, Rosh is the Keiach who Keiach Ain't Safe. Here, what we're explaining over here, we have to say that, being that the Keiach the power of creation, is a Keiach Ain't Safe, is a power of the infinite creator, is And therefore, there could be a creation of limitation, meaning a creation of limited time in a nitzchistika way, in an everlasting way. Um, like we said before that molecules can create limited creations but without any end. Um, unlimited amount of bekamos, in the amount, not in eichis, not in quality, but they are Unlimited amount of limited creations. From all this is understood, this is still not the true idea of Yichud the unification of Godliness, which transcends time and space with the source of time and space Ela meaning the, the unity of Zo of the masculine revelation of the Mashbia aspect of Atsilas with Nukva, the receiver, the feminine aspect of Atsilas. So the Koyach. The fact that the Koyach the power that Hashem has to, potential Hashem has to create this basically to Tzimtzum, to limit his revelation of his unlimited energy, it's not, truly, it's not truly limited because it's the power of the unlimited creator. And therefore, this idea of Malchus creating, being the source of unlimited time, is similar to this idea that the Koyach is something which is an unlimited power of the unlimited creator that has the ability to create unlimited time. Um, but here it's a little different. Li <speaking in Hebrew> If it's a power of the true unlimited Creator, therefore there can be a savas Within within limitation, there can be unlimited time. That malchus is creating unlimited creations, but in unlimited kamus. There you go. So that's basically a parenthesis explaining a deeper idea, contrasting it to a mind run the and they're saying that in the end, this is truly not the true idea of the Yichud of and of the Kim because it's still limited time, measurements of time, not time itself going above time. Like we explained before in the Baal and the Arizal, and other Merishin, that they saw within a short amount of time, a huge duration of time, which doesn't make sense. So now after the practice of the true idea, the unification, of Vay-Nal-Kim, which is the unification of the za, the zayir and the midas of the masculine mashpiya aspect of atzilus, which is basically the unlimited aspect of godliness, with the nukva, with the feminine aspect of atzilus, the receiver, which is malchus of who shavayish the man and together as man meaning that means that havayit, which implies this this aspect of godness, level of godness totally transcends time. Like we said, it's hayahoyv v'yakechol, it's all past, present, future together. So this idea of the aspect of divinity which is totally above time, uh, who may be because Malchus shining in Nukva. So, Zo is synonymous with this idea of Havaya, the unlimited aspect of godliness which transcends time, is shining in Nukva, and the feminine aspect, which is Malkus, the receiver of the divine energy of the world of Attilus. And that brings about that time itself should be above time. Like we said earlier, not just that time should last forever that still is able to be measured by limited measurements of time, days and years. No, the time itself goes out of its limited, defined nature. So therefore, within one hour, you can understand the secrets of Torah that would take 80 years to explain, which is time itself, but going above time. Because it doesn't make sense that one hour, you should be able to fit in 80, 8, 000, or, um, 80 years within one hour. Just like it doesn't make sense that within the Kedesh Kadashim, you should be able to fit the Arne, which didn't fit there. So it's space itself above space. Time it's above time, going within time. Time itself is going above its limited nature. As it's written in The first part of the Zoya, which is split up into three parts. Uh, page 6, side 1, the Peter's Aniyavaya, and the explanation of it says Aniyavaya. We brought this earlier also. The Aniy, Malchus. So ani also explains in Kabbalah, refers to Malchus. The and it says Aniyavaya, so therefore Ani, Malchus and Havaya, which is the aspect of divinity which totally transcends time and space, kulakad, saying ani avaya, together are totally unified together. And that is the idea of Yukharvaylaqim, the true idea. Mikash and the commentary on the Zerat over there explains ani, malchus, ani which is synonymous with the Malchus, Ani baat's who havaya. The malchus itself, I myself, Malchus itself is one with Havayah. Sha'in Peter There's no separation between them because they are all, truly one that is the, yuchel, vail, and the kim, which brings about the time itself should go above time <laughs> which is the source of time and space it, Malchus itself should be unlimited <laughs> and truly without end without any limitation meaning above time that Malchus which is the source of time should go above time causing that really time itself how we know it should also go above time like we saw how it resulted within the trickle down into the Jewish souls experiencing that and now going back to explaining what we originally started this whole explanation about His great name is praised and glorified forever and ever what it means now we just explain this this is the true everlasting the unlimited um, unending everlasting within time. The meaning that it should be truly unlimited, like I said, time itself should go above time. That's Adi Ad, the true Nitzchis. And this is the ultimate revelation that will be experienced when Moshiach comes, which comes with besidir, safety of mask on the Adne's Svasi Tiftach, as explained in the Siddur Ibn Dach, the, the end of the Mimeran entitled Adnei Svasi Tiftach, a hefresh b'an teiru, the difference between the giving of the Torah and the resurrection of the dead, which is the love of Moshiach comes, Second stage of that process of Mashiach coming. So, the ultimate revelation that will happen when Mashiach comes is you're going to have this revelation of the Nitzke's Dayin Saif, the true unlimited creator being revealed within space and time. This is what's going to happen when Mashiach comes, as explained, the siddur difference between mat and Tayra, there was a revelation of Hashem's infinite energy which happened in Mount Tayra, and the revelation of that of the of Hashem's essence, which will happen during the Tikasimis and the resurrection of the dead. There's a difference. The Mountain Tayida and At the beginning of the Torah, it was a revelation of godliness from above to below. Shiyya, there should be a revelation of the infinite energy of Hashem down here, from above to below. Like the verse implies, Hashem descended on Mount Sinai. We see that a revelation of the unlimited aspect of divinity down here into Sinai, into the physical mountain. there was a real revelation of a literal Infinite energy of Hashem down here in the physical world. But the but the thing was that at the giving of the Torah, the mata, the physical world was not a vessel to contain that revelation at all. Therefore, it didn't permeate creation; it wasn't internalized. Um, and that's why we see that even after the giving of the Torah, soon after there was the um, golden calf. If they just experienced a true revelation of divinity, why didn't they? Why? How could they now all of a sudden go out and create a calf? an idol that's because the revelation was from above and therefore the mata the physical world was not refined purified uplifted it wasn't a vessel proper vessel to contain that revelation therefore it didn't truly change them only if it becomes integrated can it truly change the person even though like it says in the verse that the mountain meaning the mata in general the physical world experienced this revelation of hashem's infinite energy at the giving of the Torah it trembled the mountain trembled which implies Um, which implies basically a trembling of all physicality, of all existence, a bitl, which permeated and took over all the physical matter. Nevertheless, even though it trembled, it has this general bitl, but it still was in its physicality, which is in its coarse physical state, the world. And therefore, the world was not a vessel, a true container, a um, true channel for godliness to be integrated within it. So what is this this trembling then that basically happened within all of the physical matter of creation, at the giving of the Torah, because of this revelation of Hashem's infinite energy, which was a certain type of bitl, which seemingly a bitl is the cleave for Godliness. So what happened then, if there was a charada that the mountain and general physical physical matter of creation did have this trembling from the revelation of Hashem's awesome um, infinite energy? It was a certain bittal, but it was only a general bittle. A bittle that didn't truly permeate and take over and um, all of creation to the extent that it should be totally refined from its physical matter, its physical core state. It was a general bittal that you know, allowed that afterward there should ability, the physical world should have the ability to become refined by the service of the Jewish people afterwards. But not that at that moment that Gili actually brought about a real bittal allowing that revelation to be truly integrated within the creation. It just was a general bitul which allowed creation now, it trembled, now it's able through our Aveda, to be refined and uplifted afterwards. As explained in another place, that for this purpose, that's why there was this infinite revelation of godliness down here in the physical world, in order that the lower realms, the physical world in general, should be able to be refined afterwards through our Aveda. Through that general bital that it experienced at the giving of the Torah. Okay, in But Yaakov is like the idea which um, when Yaakov came and met Pari for the first time, when he was brought down to Egypt, it says he blessed Pari. So, what's this idea of this Yaakov blessing Pari? He didn't uplift him at that moment. He gave him a blessing and he drew down. Every day of a blessing is a havracha, a drawing down, a pulling down a godliness down here. The the revelation of Godness his Pari experience was just a general revelation it brought about a general bittle within Pari, that he therefore he should be able to be refined, afterwards, uplifted by the later by the ten plagues and and general, all the the miracles that he experienced but that was just the general bittle that was brought about by Yaakov to Pari. and similar to like the Major says that Hashem took the Torah around to every single nation every single um, nation and language and asked them if they wanted to they accept the Torah. They said, what's written in it? And they explained to them, oh, it says you should not kill this. They said, no, we can't accept that. And what was the reason then? If Hashem knew, obviously, that it was only going to be accepted by the, received by the Jewish people, and Ishma, we will do we we listen without asking any questions, because Hashem was bringing about a general bitl within all the nations of the world, that order that afterwards they should be able to uplift it and refine through the Avayt of the Jewish people afterwards. The Qubaysh Barbaq Ma'akha has explained another place. But the... General um, lower realms, the physical matter, was not yet a kli, a true vessel that the revelation of God that should be integrated to internalize within it. That's Mount Teira. This is from the Siddur explaining the difference between the gili of godliness that happened at Mount Teira, which is just a lamata, therefore it wasn't a kli, it was just brought about by the general bittel and a mason, which is la'osid la'vi, Mashiach comes, the resurrection of the dead. La'osid yi a When Mashiach comes, we have be a different mode totally. be a from below to above. What that, what that, means. Means that The actual physical realm will be refined and purified to the extent that it should become an actual vessel to receive Godliness, to that Godliness should permeate the Mata. Because the Mata itself is uplifting itself, is purifying itself making itself into a cleat to receive that revelation. That's the idea of the mode of reaching up to Hashem from below. That the Mata itself, the lower realms should go in the place of the Mala of the upper realms of godliness, meaning that the way that in this mode the the creations are becoming close to godliness is not that godliness is being shoved into creation from above and therefore they're not really integrating it, rather that the mata itself is refining itself step by step in a process, uplifting itself, purifying itself until it will be a proper vessel receptacle, a channel to integrate godliness within it. And that is what the the theme of La Asid Meshiachams the So the concluding from all this, Shiya oz Gamke Gam Mchna Satin, that even when Mshiach's and resurrection of the dead, there will be a ta'htin, there will be a mitzis of the lower realms, a physical world. Behind of Shiyy Mkhinas Makimizman, there will be an existence of time and place. That is the definition of a mata in the lower realms as it's known that in the resurrection of the dead there will be souls within bodies, meaning there will be um, souls, but limited within space, within time. But the difference is that when Mashiach comes, because the lower realms will be uplifted and be a proper vessel for Godliness. The, God, the, the infinite energy of Hashem, which will be revealed then, will be integrated within time and space, within the Mata, and therefore the time and space itself will become unlimited, will become time and space, and there will be, therefore, there will be a proper vessel, a channel for the infinite revelation of Hashem. every creation will know that you created it, and every um, formation, everything that was formed by Hashem, will know that you formed it. which means that everything, the the here, the specific. Loshen is that ki'ata. That every creation will know the ati, its the which ati always refers to you yourself, Hashem's very essence. That there will be a comprehension, and understanding of Hashem's very essence, the true infinite essence of Hashem, because we'll be kalem to receive that essence. like the verse says, um, no, basically intellectualize and no oisi which oisi also the diuk is me myself, Hashem's very essence. The of the true essence of the infinite essence of Hashem will be in a way of a true knowledge a true comprehension that then Mashiach comes, will actually have a comprehension of the Mahus, of what Hashem is and what essence is but not just the Metzius like we're going to say now which we can only appreciate now now in our time before Mashiach's time when we're not truly refined we're not truly kilim yet for Godliness our comprehension it's impossible to be in the mid... We can only comprehend the mitsiyas of godliness, the fact that godliness exists and all these high all these high levels that they do they do exist, but we cannot understand that what they truly are their essence and even though what we do understand the that we do understand of godliness, we understand that all these high levels do exist, but even that comes into a yesha, stick of form, meaning it becomes cor- corporealized becomes more. Yeshistic, because we're understanding it through our physical brains. So our physical brains are yesh, they're in their own existence, to the extent which they can even go against Hashem. And that physical brain, the human brain, is understanding godliness, is automatically is making it more gashmi, making it more yeshistic. The way you understand it becomes more physicalized, corporealized. And that's why the whole idea of learning chasiddah is to be careful. Like the Baal Shem says, to always strip the concept from its physical entrapments, but it's automatically going to happen because you're understanding Godly ideas with your physical brain. So you're only standing in the Metziyas and the Metziyas itself is becoming more Yeshistic. But the comprehension will be in the actual mahus, the what is, the essence of Godliness. Not just that it exists, the Metziyas, but ma- mahu, what it is. You actually will understand that. Next page, that's what it says about the um, time of Mashiach Chams. It says, We will live L'Fanav before him, but the diuk is ponim. He uses the word ponim, which is the panemius, the inner core, the inner essence of Hashem. The inner So this is implying that the chais, that we, the, the godly vitality, which we will receive from Hashem, and Mashiach comes, will be L'Fanav really connecting to our, it will be integrated within us, Panimi, in a truly internalized, integrated, godly energy. And we're going to integrate, internalize the true essence of the infinite essence of, of Hashem because we will be, the mata itself will be, his daki, will be purified, uplifted, refined to the extent which we'll be able to contain that unlimited true essence of Hashem. Um, the hasaga itself will be Godliness. Like you said, the Asaga now, our comprehension now is yeshis. It's coming in our physical brain. Therefore, the way we understand things is through the channel of our physical human brain. Therefore, we're 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 mag we're magshim, We're ga- we're making the understanding itself more yeshisk, more gosh But when she comes, or our physical brain will be a cali already. Therefore, the asaga itself, our physical brain is already so muzukh that it will understand things not in a way not in a yeshtik way at all, but in a bitaltic way. Therefore, it's a true channel to understand. Godliness and therefore the godliness which will be revealed then will be truly integrated. Okay, As it's known that the the body itself will be energized in a revealed way through the unlimited energy of Hashem, the godly energy, which is a revelation of Hashem, which is unlimited, therefore called Savior, encompassing in the sense where it's not revealed, and revealed, not sensed in a revealed way, usually by creation, but when Mashiach comes, the, the body will be re- revealed in a revealed way, living from that unlimited energy. Be Therefore will be a vessel for the unlimited revelation of Hashem. So that's why the Hasaga itself, through the physical brain, the physical body, will not make the godliness which you're understanding become yeshistic because the got the body itself the brain itself will be uh, in a revealed way godly which is the barmi is the idea for the masculine with the is near is explaining this idea at length in the minor entitled eloth snech and the further babharash to the design so which is the barloel this is like we explained earlier shabmukim as manguf you the bileh bookment the bileh this is manguf that the, the time the place and time themselves will be above the limitations of place and time like we said uh, about the explanations, because that's coming from the revelation of the true essence of Hashem, which can bring together the unlimited revelation and the limited revelation, the Malay and Seviv, um, because it's higher than both of them. And that is what we will experience in Mashiach Chams. This is happening through the revelation of the Hashem's true unlimited essence, which will happen in Mashiach Chams. There'll be a revelation within Malchus, the source of time and space, the level of Shmei HaGodl, Hashem's great name. The Hainu, what is that referring to? Like we explained. Until now, this whole maimer, the revelation of shemavaya, which is the level of godliness which totally transcends the limitations of place and time. Like we explained earlier, that havaya is all in that same that name. It's past, present, future all together because it's referring to level of godliness which totally transcends the limitation of creation and even the higher level of Shmei HaGadl like I said earlier the two explanations of Shmei HaGadl which is above Shem HaVaya or above Shemavaya, which could even be above the Vatzilis um, which is a revelation of the level of Malchus of Ein Soif of the true infinite essence of Hashem how it is before the Tzimtzum like we explained earlier the difference between Shmei HaGadl above HaVaya and Shmei HaGadl relating to HaVaya the HaVaya Shmei HaGadl is always all the way back to the the Oyir the Gili la but how it's called b'atzmusi, But then the Shmaya called is even the Etzim HaOyir. The Gamkamish is barely ilog. He's also like we're saying earlier, the Bayutin says that the Etzim is Even in the infinite energy of Hashem before the initial divine contraction and concealment, there was also this idea of Shemavaya. Actually, Nivro Elam, but who even before the real world was created, before the initial contraction, gamachin is pniyus even in the inner core of the infinite energy of Hashem before the tzimtzum, Avaya existed. How it's called Musa, it was included within Hashem's essence, the ma'ala Hashem Avaya. Therefore, now and that, according to that, compared to that explanation above, Hashem Avaya is ha'ino because etzim Hashem, the essence of the name, which is the etzim Ha'oyer, not the the gili, the etzim of the gili, the etzim of the actual oyir. So the etzim Hashem, the which is totally above the realm of revelation. When we from that revelation, the Shemaya Gadol, whether it's the Shemaya Gadol relating to Avaya or Shemaya Gadol above Avaya, from that level, this is what this idea, this phenomenon is drawn down from that level. That time and place should be above um, the limitations of place and time, which is really ill. Like I was saying earlier, the unification of the supernatural with nature, only stems from the true essence, the unlimited essence of Hashem, which transcends both the supernatural, and the nature, of the above time and the time. And therefore, it's able to bring both of those opposites together. And now, this is the, going back to this is the idea of Adi Ad, Forever and ever. Shuhu because This is the true Nitzkis, not just the Nitzkis, which relates to the time, but the Nitzkis of time itself going above time, which is resulted from the revelation of the true infinite essence of Hashem. which is that we explained before in the explanation of the time itself should go above time because of the revelation of the true essence of Hashem. And this is only through the revelation of Shemaya HaGadul, Hashem's great name, which is the idea of the unification of the true Havaya with Elikim. Havaya, the godliness transcending time and space with Elikim, the source of time and space. And even higher than the idea of Yuchud Elikim, which is still a level of a, a name of Hashem. Even more, the... You know, the um, because of the on account of the revelation, of, it's often the same thing, the true infinite essence of Hashem, which is even higher than Avaya which is that's the, one of the higher explanations of Shemaya God, which is the true revelation, which will be experienced when Mashiach comes in the resurrection of the dead. Now I understand that, that similar to this revelation of Mashiach comes, of the true essence of Hashem, which can bring together supernatural nature above time and time, similar to that revelation shines also now, in Gan Eden in the higher level of Gan Eden, the Gan Eden who becomes Malkus to the Atsilus, because the pleasure that the souls experience in the higher level Gan Eden is from Malkus of Atsilus, the lowest level of Malkus of the world of Atsilus, which becomes the Atik, the highest level of Briya, which in Briya is where Gan Eden is, the higher level Gan Eden, which in the lower level Gan Eden is in Yitzir. Shortly, but however, the source of that Pleasure, which the soul's experience in the higher ganin, which is sourced in Malchus of Atilus. The source of that really is because Atik from the Atik of Atilus, which is the highest level of Atsilis, which is basically the divine pleasure of Hashem. as it's written in the Mimer, entitled Gimel Adam. And see also what it says in, in Tanya, in Y'chadus Epistle 29, the br entitled, Eishiz Chayel Terez Bayl. The Aduah, the Atik, and it's known that Atik, which is the source of this revelation of the souls in Gadeen Ne'elin, the souls, the pleasure the souls are experiencing in Gadeen Ne'elin, Atik, Zehub, K'naz Atzma Samaitz, so in general, Atik, Synonymous with the essence of the emanator of the role of it's b'shoydish and its true root of all that is the true infinite essence of Hashem, which totally transcends revelation, which therefore is referring all the way back to Shemay haGadol, which is above Havaya, which like I like explained earlier. so this is the idea of ad, Hashem is praised and glorified forever and ever. Which adi ad, a which implies. A true nitri Sarain, so if the unlimited, everlasting aspect which is drawn down from the true infinite essence of Hashem, and that is and this is this verse or this praise which we're saying, Hashem is praised and glorified forever and ever, relating to the true infinite, everlasting aspect that is drawn down from the true infinite essence of Hashem, this is appreciated by the souls in in the higher level of Gan Eden. and how is this happening through the revelation of gadol Hashem's true great name, which is relating even to the infinite essence of Hashem, so the Adiyad is the revelation that may ain of the revelation of Hashem, which the souls are experiencing now and because there they experience the true in, their, in, the, in its true short in tradish its true root. They, expe, they experience the revelation of the true infinite essence of Hashem, and therefore How is that? How is that? Because it's coming from Shemayah gadol the revelation of Shemayah gadol that, we conclude the mimer. kuf pei And the next shir, the next episode, will start the mimer, Moishen Nigash El rafel. This mimer we just finished, which is now, it's on 186. It started all the way back. Well, it started this, this chilek of the mimer started kuf Ayin Aleph, which we started saying, a beer Mishrubah Chafir Adiyad Shmehagadl. Adiyad, B'chines Nitzchis. Adiyad, Nitzchis. And then we preface the, the lower explanation of Shemaia Gadol and higher explanation of Shmaya Gadol. Then we explain Adiyad, Nitzchis, and then the higher level Nitzchis, the true Nitzchis, which is drawn down from the infinite essence of Hashem. And this rhyme started at page, two pages before on Kusa Mechtes 169.